At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent, being there day and night, and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream is a total chocolate game changer. We start with unbelievably creamy dark chocolate ice cream. Then we add different chocolate treats like chocolate cookies, chocolate cake, or chocolate brownies to make four decadent chocolate flavors. Because sometimes the thing that pairs best with chocolate <laughs> is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. Why, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. I am your main bitch, Kim, and it's a Thursday, January 19, 2023, and I hope you guys are feeling good. It's pretty rainy here in Pittsburgh, PA, but you know what? You gotta do what you gotta do. Just moving on, and as Dory would say from Finding Nemo, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Actually, she doesn't say swimming. She says swimming. So anyways, that was ridiculous, if you ask me. Yins, guys, I hope you're having a great day, and there's stuff going on. <coughs> oh, my God. Before we get into the Bravo world, because this is Bravo-related, have Yins, guys, checked out the Peacock show the traitors. Okay. I saw, I, I literally binge watched this whole thing last weekend with my mom. She was the one that wanted to watch it first. In my mind, I was like, this is so stupid. I don't want to watch this survivor looking big brother show. Like I can't do this. She's like, come on, please. I was like, fine. Okay. I'll give it a try. So we start watching it. I wasn't really paying attention at the very beginning, but eventually, you know, you hear Reza. He's always the life of the party to me. He's obviously very loud, outspoken. I love it. And then we have good old Kyle Cook from Summer House and the main bitch, not just me, of course, Kate Chastain. I love the bitch so much. She is so great. And then we have Brandy Glanville from Beverly Hills. So, the four of them, I was like, oh, I'll give it a chance. So I eventually start watching it. And then the first thing happens. And I was like, holy fuck, I am so committed to this. Like, this is the most commitment that I have made for many, many years. So I was like, I am in a committed relationship with the traitors. That's how the guy says it. Oh, my God. It was so extra. I loved every single second of it. Yins guys have to watch it on Peacock, The Traders. You'll, you'll just love it. I, I can't even, I keep talking about it with anyone that I talk to because I just loved it so much. So this is a what the Bravo topic segment right now. And it concerns some of the people from The Traders. <laughs> I literally loved how the guy said it. The host, his name is Alan something. Obviously, he's an actor. He's from, this is based in Scotland. So it, it's just great. Just check it out. Now, 
when Reza was on Watch What Happens Live, this was a couple days ago, maybe last week or whatever, and Andy asked, who is the most over... Actually, no, he didn't ask. Someone on the uh, virtual whatever asked Reza, who do you think is the most overrated housewife? And he says, dun, 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 Kyle Richards. And I say, thank you, Reza, because I agree with that. I am so over her, okay? I No disrespect, of course. God bless. No disrespect to her, but like she's boring on the boob tube for me. I'm tired of hearing the same old shit. She's not doing well with her sisters. They're fighting. They're not fighting. They're getting along. She hates Lisa Vanderpump. She da, 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 da. I'm tired of it. Mauricio is the only one that makes me uh, stand her, essentially. And I don't think she's a bad person. I really don't. I'm just, I think her storyline is over. Give it to someone new. Give it to someone who will bring something different to the table. So Reza, I agree with you, but Kyle Richards saw this. Clearly she watches Watch What Happens Live religiously, it seems. And Kyle Richards says on her Twitter, she says, and I quote, wasn't his show canceled? And wasn't he the first one voted off? Traitors? I can't even be offended. End quote. Even though I mislike the word on, but Yin's guys know what I'm saying. It was a paraphrase. But holy shit, she's mad. And then Reza responds. Okay. He responds on Twitter. This is what he says. My show was canceled and I was killed first on Traitors. But my sibling and all my castmates still take my calls. How are Kathy Hilton and Kim Richards doing Kyle Richards, but he uses like their Twitter accounts. Oh my God. Holy feud. That is insane. Clearly they're not the best of friends, but I thought that shit was great and I was here for it. And again, I'm on Reza's side. I am. I think Kyle Richards needs to close her curtain and someone else needs to open their legs. I just had to say that. Do we remember when Lala was like so candidly and so innocently? She was like, I just want to go and spread my legs and fly. And then the guy, the producer's like, wait, what? Spread your legs? And she's like, oh, my God, my wings. You know, she said that. I think naturally. I don't know if she said it on purpose. I think she said it naturally. And I loved it. So thank you, Lala. Speaking of which, Vanderpump Rules coming up in a few weeks. I saw like more commercials for it and shit. I just am excited about the whole Raquel and Tom Schwartz thing. And then obviously we see that she like hooked up with Garcelle's son, allegedly. And now he's divorcing from his wife. I don't know. But Raquel seems like she's getting around. It seems that way from the blogs and the streets of the social media, internet and all that stuff. Do I know personally? Hell no, but I want to find out. Yes. And the other thing, two other things that I want to talk about briefly. Oh, I totally forgot three things. Totally forgot to mention last week. We all know that Lisa Rinna has left Beverly Hills. Everyone is like, yes, I'm so excited. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, she's leaving the show. Maybe she just needs a break, but I think Beverly Hills needs her, to be frank. She causes drama. She causes shit. I think if they needed to uh, kick one off, I think it should be Dorit. She's like essentially the side piece of the of the cast. In my opinion, I don't think she brings as much drama as Lisa Rinna. And I love Dorit. I think she's great. But I think Beverly Hills will miss her. 
And I don't know if it will be as strong of the drama that we want as we've gotten in the past. And even though Erica is still there, I don't know. I think it's just, it's it's like a ripple effect, whatever that means. You guys know what I'm talking about? And then the other thing that's important, Salt Lake City supposedly is on a break from this whole Jen Shaw going to jail and all this shit. Everyone saw the interview that some CNN guy did with Andy. And of course, so many people took his answer out of context as far as you supported her to not go to jail and all this shit, whatever. This is from my memory. I don't know exactly what was said, but from what I was like reading and listening to the little excerpts, it almost seems as if Andy was simply stating when you get to know someone and you're friends with someone, obviously he was friends with her in some sort of way or like a a friendly acquaintance. And when he heard this, I would assume, and I'm sure Yin's guys would feel the same way if one of your friends or friendly acquaintances were charged with all this shit. Eventually, you would be like, man, I really hope that's not the case because I genuinely like them. I've made this sort of bond with them, but the judge will see what the hell is the verdict. And I think that's what he meant, but so many people on social media were like, oh my God, Andy, you're supporting her. I don't think he was, people. Y'all need to calm down. Calm down. So I guess they're going to be on a pause. And now everyone thinks like, Lisa Barlow's the best and it's hard to cast around her because she's so good. And da-da-da. Heather Gay is terrible and blah, 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 blah. I can't deal with it. I want another season. I think it was a strong ass season. Was it because of the Jen stuff? I mean, kind of, kind of kind of. But these women, five women in the show, they were able to carry a season. I don't think a lot of other uh, franchises would be able to do that. I think New York City tried whenever Leah was on the cast and I think it was her first season and that was pretty good. But I don't know. There was just completely different drama. So anyways, last thing I want to talk about in the what the bravo category, Jason Cameron in Giselle dating? What the fuck is this? Okay, Yins, guys, I... Listen, I know Giselle is clearly a cougar to him because she's like in her 50s or whatever. No disrespect. That's just facts. Facts of life. So when I read that they went on a date and she confirmed it, I'm seeing this on bravotv.com. She confirmed that she went on a date with him and she's like, it was definitely a date. And she was set up from Ashley and Luke, you know, because now they're broken up, even though in my mind, they weren't really ever together. They went on a few dates. Hello, let's chill the fuck out. So apparently they had a lot of fun. And uh, I don't know. I just think it's weird. Clearly, that's not going to be a huge thing, because even if they do end up dating, it's still not going to be a huge thing. It'll be like a fucking Ashton and fucking Demi Moore. They were together for a couple, whatever, however many years. But then guess what? They broke up. It's just weird to me that they went on a date. I mean, Giselle's just trying to get her young thing on, I guess, whatever that means. Am I slightly jealous that she went on a date with him? Maybe, but, uh, you know, I don't live in New York City, and I guess Washington or Potomac's closer to New York and whatever, and maybe he just wants to uh, hook up with the Bravo Lab. Sometimes I feel like maybe he's just really concerned about being super famous, 
Is this jealousy speaking? I don't know, probably. So, what the hell? (laughs) It's okay, Kim. All right, so now let's go to the start of the past Potomac episode. They're still in Mexico for Ashley's birthday. And, uh, you know, last week they left off with Sharice and Karen, like, going at each other. Don't ever talk about my mother. I'm not talking about your mother. Crazy. I mean, it got old after a while. I'm like, seriously? Okay, we get it. You're talking about mother. No, you're not. Yes, I... Like, chill the fuck out. I'm, I'm done. I was exhausted, okay? And as Giselle said, it was very geriatric fighting, okay? It wasn't like Monique and Candace seasons past. I'm just saying, that was clearly better to watch than Sharice and Karen getting up yelling at each other. But that's just me. You know, what do I know? So from there, Karen goes on like this little rant, not a rant, but in her confessional saying that Sharice was not invited to her mother's funeral from what I understood. But here's the thing, Karen, Karen, people don't get invites to funerals. You either want to go to support someone or you don't. I I was very confused by that. Did anyone else catch that or am I completely off my rocker here? Because that's what I gathered. She got pissed off that Sharice wasn't invited. I I just I, I couldn't. I was just like, we need to be done with this fight because I need to move on with my life. We see Sharice going to her confessional and she says that she really just wanted to show up for Karen to support her and to be supportive because no one else was there for her. So in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck, ladies of Potomac, you castmates? Why the fuck weren't you there whenever her mother passed? Where were you, guys? What happened to the real friendships? Are y'all real friends? <laughs> Seems like Bravo just put together these women and that was it. So that kind of pissed me off. I feel like more than one person should have been there at the funeral. But who am I, right? Who am I? And then Sharice brings up Karen going to rehab Apparently, she went to rehab in Florida, and I'm like, what? Sharice, tell me more. We all want to know. Why did she go to rehab? Why? What is the deal? You need to spill the beans. Hello, bravo. Make her a housewife again. I need to know more of this shit. I think we all want to know. And then we hear a wonderful quote from Karen about Sharice. This is one of the quotes She says, quote, you are so dusty and dated. Come on, Karen. She's so dusty and dated, Sharice. I don't know about that. She just hasn't been on the show in a minute. Then we go and the girls are getting drinks back at the hotel after this fiasco of a dinner. And, you know, the girls are having their drinks, singing, of course, and dancing to I wonder who requested that song. That's very Sheena Shea of you, Candice. I don't know if I like it or don't. Actually, to be honest, that's really nar- narciss- narcissistic, as Ramona Singer would say. Holy shit. R.I.P. to her because she's not coming back to Bravo. Or is she? No, she's not because... Yeah, okay. She didn't die, though. Hello. She did not. I'm just saying... We're uh, clearly some of us are going to miss her on the show. So Ramona is very much alive. So don't come after me saying that I said that she's dead. Okay, she's not. Oh, my God. Okay, so, yes, I think it's very tacky, Candace, that you brought your own song and you wanted to. This is very James Kennedy of you, too. It's just tacky. 
But whilst the women are doing that, Mia and Jacqueline go to one of their hotel rooms to chat about the intense, close your legs to married men type of thing and all that kind of stuff. Mia admits that, yes, she slept with a married man before. Apparently it was Gordon. At the time he was married, she slept with him. And now guess what? They're married. Okay, whatever. I mean, that's so fucked up. Don't do that. That's fucked up. I'm just trying to do this for the uh, the sequence of events because I want to get everything in here today. And then we find out, Mia says in her confessional, that Jacqueline has been doing this with not one married man, but multiple married men. Holy shit. That is some intense, some intense tea, if you ask me. I mean, that's adding the honey to the tea. Do you know what I'm saying? So... Clearly, that whole thing did not get resolved because Jacqueline called Mia, you're such a bitch, you know, when she was leaving, whatever. So let's move on and segue into the next day. Ashley's getting some of the ladies doing some yoga, sexual something that I don't know if I'd be into. You could get fucking sand up your coochie. But some of the girls wanted to entertain her and, like, you know, humor her to do it. And uh, it was just weird. They were, like, rocking back and forth. (sighs) 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 Like, breathing and shit. It just, it it, it made no sense to me. But, like, for those of you who do it, you do you. You know what I mean? It just, it would not be a thing for me. And clearly, I don't think it was some of the things for the women. But, you know, it was a fast filler of the episode, which sometimes they need to do. Then the girls are going in the car and uh, whilst they're driving, I like to say whilst right now, it's fun. Karen is bringing up to Robin, oh, when are you and Juan getting married? And she's like, well, I'm not telling anyone because it's none of y'all damn's business, basically, is what she's saying. Karen is making such a big to do about why Robin isn't telling the girls when and where she is getting married and why the girls aren't invited. And this is the whole plot that is going to come into fruition with Karen and Robin and the whole one is seeing another woman that looks like Karen. That's what I gathered from the trailer. So I think it is bubbling up to this particular storyline that we have been getting hints from production. But in my mind, I'm like, Karen, why do you care so much about the wedding with uh, Juan and Robin. If anything, I would think that Michael Darby would be uh, coming in and saying, Juan, when are you getting married? Let's go do the bachelor party. Ah!" That was such a creepy scene last season or the season before. That was just so creepy. And the way that he looked whenever he was holding his drink, it was just, it was, it was creepy. I didn't like it. So the ladies then arrive to this water cleansing thing called the Sanote. Sanote, I think that's how you say it. And uh, it looks nice, but I don't know if I would like love to do that. I mean, Giselle called it a mosquito pit because I guess the girls were getting bit on their ass, on their leg, on their face. And then I just appreciated this quote from Candace because it just shows me that she would never be a camping gal or even a glamping gal the way that the Atlanta Housewives did it many, many moons ago. She says, and I quote, is this mud? Uh Uh-uh. So I'm just saying, she didn't want to be there. 
the mosquito pit is mosquito pitting. And uh, I don't know. Ashley felt super cleansed and she's done it before. And she had like an awakening or something. Again, you do you, boo. You do you. So the ladies eat lunch after that whole water cenote. I'm probably fucking it up after that experience. So Karen wants to know the dynamic between Ashley and Candace, because remember when Ashley brought Deborah, the Sesame Street character, right, to Karen's show or non-show, let's just be real. And Candace was like, you know, Ashley, I feel like because of your toxic and dishonest relationship with Michael and the trauma that you have experienced through that whole situation. I think you're putting that on me. And Ashley was like, well, I just want to, I would want to know if something was going on with my man, I would want someone to tell me. And then Candace was like, I know my man and I hope for you, like truly, that you find someone where you can fully trust them and not have to do all of these things that you are trying to do for me to supposedly help me. I truly want you to be in a nice, trustful relationship because you deserve it. And you know what? Claps to Candace. I thought that was a wonderful thing to say. And I don't know. I do want these girls to be friends, but I also love when they fight too because it's great. But Candace then says, when we're on a good path, you eventually sabotage it. And once Candace says the shit about the sabotaging, Ashley kind of agrees. And she's like, you know what? I think I do hold a little bit of resentment towards you. And it goes back to uh, production goes back to whenever Ashley was talking about her miscarriage at Monique's rainbow party. And I guess if we recall, Candace is kind of like making fun of her to Giselle at a lunch later on after that. And was like, she wasn't crying. Da, 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 da. It was almost like all these dramatics and theatrics and blah, 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 blah. So Ashley holds a little bit of resentment toward her. OK, totally makes sense. And even Giselle said that's fair. But eventually what happened is they seem to get into a good spot with that whole conversation. It was very adult and I appreciated it. And I feel like Karen and Sharice should have learned a little bit of something from these younger gals. Just saying. So then we go to another dinner in the evening. Robin randomly. This was weird. She just randomly brings up her wedding and then she's like, I don't know if I really need one. And then we're like, here we go. Robin again, not being sure. She is an indecisive gal. And to be frank, I am too with certain things. I find it interesting, though. She's kind of like flip flopping with the whole wedding thing and the re- not the relationship with one, but definitely the wedding. She's a flip flopper at the moment, but she's always a ride or die as far as friendship goes, especially with Giselle, 100%. So I find that a little interesting. I don't know. It just, it's interesting to me. So then she says they're going to be in Jamaica anyway when her brother-in-law is getting married. So she just said to the girls, Juan and I are going to get married the day after. So there you go, Karen. She told you the time they're getting married So go to sleep at night and, you know, have sweet dreams about them getting married. I don't know what to tell you. But of course, Karen is not convinced that they will get married. She says that in her confessional. 
by saying something like, Robin, you're not going to get married to Juan. Let's just be real. So, I mean, again, Karen's really going after Robin this season, and we're going to find out more and more about the whole Juan thing, potentially dating some lady that looks like Karen. It's very confusing. I want to know. So, now, Giselle then brings up at this dinner how, from the night before that other dinner, the Sharice and Karen fight, it did not sit well with her. And of course, she's like stirring the pot and they need to talk about that shit. And I'm like, oh, my God, seriously, can we just move on? And then the whole who is the queen of Potomac? I'm the socialite of Potomac. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God, this was like a fucking like five year old, like whining about someone else taking their toy. I just couldn't. I was just like, I can't sit through this. This is annoying me like fuck. But then Giselle was like, I personally think Sharice is the queen of Potomac. She brought this friend group together. And then Karen was like, stop it, Giselle. Stop it. I don't like. I mean, come on. Seriously, it it was just ridiculous. And then the whole mom situation is brought up. Don't talk about my mother and blah, 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 blah. And then Sharice was like, I understand what grief is about. I've experienced it a lot. And she mentioned a lot of people in her family. So for Karen to kind of like use, I don't know, it was just weird. But Sharice was saying, I understand grief. And I just wanted to be there for you. And let's just be honest. I kind of did set up the friend group. Just saying. Of course, Karen didn't like that. Whatever. And then Robin basically said, well, Sharice is basically the Potomac socialite, not you, Karen, even though you're super trying to be. It's just the facts are facts. And uh, Karen is the socialite of Surrey County. (laughs) Hey, shout out to Surrey County. I've never been. But let's just say Karen wants to be the socialite of Potomac. She's technically forgetting her roots. Anyways, in the confessional, Karen is convinced that the girls are scared of Sharice because Sharice has shit on the women. I want to know what that is. Again, bravo. Bring back Sharice so we can know the shit of the shit of the shit. You know what I mean? It was so, oh, I'm just so curious about it. I really am. Candace, throughout this whole situation at the dinner, is then bringing up how Mia apologized to the group back at the other Miami trip whenever her and Wendy had a tiff and she like threw the drink on Wendy, right? That's fucked up. So she apologized to the group. Candace was like, that didn't sit well with me. You should have apologized to Wendy, not just the group. And then she's like, well, I did, I really meant it. And all that shit kind of came up again. And uh, Wendy steps in and says, this was all about the Peter Thomas thing. And Mia was basically saying, I was trying to be a friend. I was being a friend. And then Wendy's like, being a friend, you can't even be a friend to the woman that you've known for 30 years. So how are you going to tell me that you're a friend? Ooh, touche, Wendy. That was some good four degree doctorate shit. Like you said that shit. You showed her. That was a really good move. I appreciated that. That was sly. And I loved it. Thank you, Wendy. But then the whole comment about Gordon being gay and them sleeping around, like, that was confusing. Like, who cares? I can't. Let's just be done with it. And can we move on? And then it goes to defamation of character, assault, which it was 
assault. Like, let's just be real. She threw shit at, okay. So, and then the whole Robin TMZ moment, like, I can't anymore. Let's just move on and know what the hell is going on with Robin and Karen and the wand thing. I want to know this shit. I want to know this shit. And I want to know more about the Jason Cameron Giselle. Like, put that shit online. I'm, I need to know more. Am I jealous? <laughs> I don't know. So then we find out Mia just, she's so nonchalant about it. She's like, yeah, I did sleep with Peter's girlfriend, but she wasn't his girlfriend then, but I did sleep with her. And everyone was like, oh, scandal. But like, who cares? Who the fuck cares? Let her do her thing. I can't understand. <sighs> I mean, she's an open book, which I appreciate. I do. Because not everyone's like that. A lot of them are traitors. I swear to God, guys, you guys have to watch that show. It's fucking great. You'll love it. I promise you'll love it. By the end of the episode, Mia then apologizes for throwing the drink on Wendy. And basically, Wendy is threatening, so to speak, Mia, if you ever do this again, you know, that kind of thing. And eventually, Candace was like, well, I guess we have to table this. And then that was the episode. So there we have it. Uh, That was night two in Mexico. So doesn't seem like things are super uh, resolving, so to speak, but the girls are trying, or at least some of them are. But uh, yeah, I saw this too online. Apparently, there's some sort of award show or something. That was an email that I got. Excuse me. But apparently, Family Karma and Southern Hospitality were nominated for something for the show, Which, bravo, Family Karma, because Yin's guys are hitting it for me. I love all of Yin's guys. I've already said that multiple times. But Southern Hospitality, I come on. I just, I gave it a chance. I can't get down with it. It's like a terrible version of Jersey Shore, but in Charleston with like, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I just, I can't get into it. Maybe it's just because most of these people in the cast are like 10 to 12 years younger than me. Maybe that's why, but I can't do it. I am, no. But I do have to say, I haven't been watching Below Deck, but the other day I was just sort of like channel surfing, let's say. And Below Deck Med, was it Med? I don't know. The one where Captain Lee left and then Captain Sandy came on. I was watching the one most recent episode. And there's some like Stassi looking bitch on there. I don't know her name. I think it might be Camille. Okay. And Frazier, who's the chief stew. He was on a couple seasons. I don't know. But Frazier's their chief stew. Okay. Then you got this Stassi looking bitch, Camille, who doesn't do a damn thing with her job, but thinks that she is hot stuff. Okay. I'm talking like girls gone wild, hot stuff thing. She's like twerking at the fucking bar. Like you could see up her damn dress. I think she wanted it that way. She thinks she's something. And then there's another girl. I forget her name. Um, I really don't remember her name, but she actually does her job. And she is just to me, a normal looking human that would want to get along with everyone And Camille's going after her and she's just calling out Camille saying, you don't do fucking shit. And then she's like, oh, yes, I'm twerking. It's like, oh, my God. But eventually, guess what? Sandy fires her ass because Camille doesn't do a damn thing. And I'm like, thank God. Like, 
I don't need you to do literally nothing on the boat because you're like drinking on the job. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Hello. And first of all, Frazier, you need to be a little bit harder on these people because they're not going to respect you as a boss. I'm just saying. But I do really like him, though. I think he's a sweetheart, it seems, on the show. But Camille, we don't care about you having sex with whatever the fuck his name is. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see you doing the twerking and all that shit. Bye, bitch. Bye. Bye. It was annoying. It was gross. It creeped me out. I didn't like it, but I'm happy that she's gone. And that's the most recent below deck. Other than that, I have no idea what was going on. Also, the people on the show, the guests or the passengers on the boat, I don't know what the fuck you call them. Uh, Let's just say passengers. They were a piece of shit. They were cheap as fuck and they messed things up. They burnt the table. They broke so many damn glasses. They were up until like six o'clock in the morning and they were assholes. Okay, cheap assholes. So if you see them around, know that they're cheap assholes. That's all I have to say. Now, Yin's guys, I appreciate Yin's ears today with my rant on the below deck Camille lady. I think that's her name. If it's not, it's the blonde chick that looks like Stassi. So let's see what's going up. Uh, Yes, part one of Salt Lake City reunion next week. I was very sad that it wasn't yesterday, but here we are. And uh, I hope Yin's guys have a great rest of the week. Have a lovely weekend, right? I hope it gets sunshiny for you guys wherever you are. And uh, make sure to tell people about the show because, you know, let's stick together. Bravo bitches. Bravo babes. Let's stick together, right? Follow me on Instagram at Bravo Yinzer, of course. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. And then follow us at Believe. Yes, yes, yes. Believe Lifestyle and Believe Network. And that is Believe, B-L-E-A-V. Yins, guys, I think you're amazing. Thank you again. And I shall see Yins next time. Ta-ta. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent. Being there day and night. And building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.